This is CliffCentral.com. But right now, let's turn our attention to Anthea and see what's going on in the markets and uh, with your money. And hopefully for all those people who've had a shitty December, thanks to Steinhoff, things start to improve. Certainly the Rand is looking as strong as an ox this morning. But let me not tell you all of that. Let's turn to Anthea for the info. She works hard for my money, Anthea, she works hard for your money, Anthea, she works hard for her money, so we better treat her right. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, what do we got here? Uh, I'm, I'm done with that. Have you had enough yet? We had enough. All right, Anthea, how are you? I'm well, thanks. Good morning, everybody. Good. Hi. Christmas spirit and all. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. All right, so. Shall we finish talking about this Bitcoin? Are you excited that the Bitcoin futures have started trading on the CBOE, Chicago Board of Options Exchange? Mm-hmm. Basically, the derivatives exchange. Right. Is everyone very excited about it? And that's why it went to $20,000. I have another theory on this, by the way. So, you know, please, I have to tell you. So, the, one of the things about Bitcoin that everyone says is why it's going up is because it has limited supply. Except now futures are trading. So instead of buying Bitcoin, you can now trade futures, which means it increases supply. Why is this Bitcoin going to 20,000? Well, Anthea, <laughs> I've I'm said not it getting you, it, am I? I've said it to you before. I'm not that interested in it based on the fundamentals that you're looking for because I don't think those exist. I don't think they exist for gold either. We've discussed gold before and you've said before, you think gold is for pirates. That's right. right. So, Bitcoin if, is for? Uh, probably, uh, probably it's, lunatics it's and for nerds. Now. It's for now, Anthea. It's for now. Okay, okay we're not going to get into this. In My point is just, we have been subject to the vagaries of governments and central banks for how long? Yeah, I get that. All of human I, history. And if I sell you something, there are always middlemen. There's a tax implication. There's a fee that the bank charges. There are all kinds of things. If I want to send 10,000 rand to Anthea, it's not just me giving Anthea 10,000 Rand. But if I have Bitcoin and she accepts Bitcoin, it's 10,000 Rand. Yeah. And you see SARS is going after Bitcoin as well oh, now. No, they, they, must <laughs> just, they must just piss off. I'm going to say to people again, go for there's a cryptocurrency called Monero. They can't, they can't even see what's going on in there. Okay. Get your money into Monero. Get away from the crows and vultures at SARS. Anyway, so that's the only reason I care because I don't want government – or other kinds of interference in my money. That's all. And I understand that. That, I think, makes perfect sense. The rest, you know, you could, you could probably make a very good case for why we should stay away from the stuff. Or there are people who could make a very good case for why we should go into it. I'm not smart enough to figure that out. I just know that I like the fact that it can't be regulated by some authority. Everybody's the same in the Bitcoin world. All right. So let's start off, if you don't mind, with the RAND because that's looking extraordinary. I think right, everybody's so, hoping, on the markets anyway, that Cyril wins because that will justify this uh, the strength. Indeed, that's I guess that's exactly what's happening to the rand. Last time I checked, it was thirteen oh seven to the dollar, and the only reason for that, honestly, it is dipped to twelve something, right? It was below. I I saw something that it had dipped below thirteen um, last night, 
But you know what happens. That's on very, very thin trade, right? Yeah. Um, so it won't take much for it to move. And it's going to be volatile. In fact, the only reason I'm in work today is because of this ANC conference election. Now, what and do you, to see what's going to happen. What do you have to do at work today when, you, when you're monitoring yeah. all of this? So the first thing I'm going to do when I go into work is buy some banks. Because at 13.07, the banks are going to fly today. The banks are going to go off the charts. Of course, if that turns and NDZ wins, then the banks are going to plummet. So I just need to be there to manage the volatility in my portfolio today. So obviously stronger rand, good for local shares like banks and retailers, but a weaker rand good overall Mm -hmm. because our market is 70% rand hedged, while the top 40 shares at least are 70% rand hedged. Although we've lost one of those, Steinoff, so... <laughs> Maybe not so, no, yeah. not 70%, yeah, don't just say. slightly less. Do you know the market's been incredibly busy still? Um, I would have thought by now trade would have slowed down, but actually on Friday we had a $4.4 billion day. Wow. And that's huge, right? Mm. And there's no real reason for it. I mean, granted, on Thursday, Christo Visser had a billion rand margin call. Now I have to explain to you how yeah, this what works. Is that? What is that? Okay. So when you buy shares, you take your hundred rand and you say, I'm going to buy a hundred rand's worth of shares. If you buy CFDs, contracts for difference or futures or any sort of leveraged product, you can take your hundred rand and buy a thousand rand's worth of shares. And basically that's what Christo Visser did. On the 7th of November, he bought 120 million rands worth of shares, but obviously he bought it in CFD, so he leveraged up. I don't know what the leverage was. I'm not his trader, unfortunately, Um, but I'm guessing it probably was 10 times, so he basically borrowed money from the banks. Now, with a CFD contract for difference, when you take your 100 rand and you say, I want a 1,000 rand worth of shares, please, um, you put down your 100 rand, your 10% margin. If tomorrow the share moves to 999 rand or your va- the value of your shares moves to 999 rand, you need to put in that extra one rand. That is called a margin call. There's a movie about this, margin call. Okay. Yeah, you need to go and watch the movie, really good movie. Um, and so if the share then moves to 1,002 rand, basically you've got a cash position of an extra three rand because it's now moved in your favor, right? No margin call. But if the share falls, you have to keep topping up this margin. So basically Visa's margin was a billion rand. Oh. So you can only imagine. You, you go work that out. Oh. Let's, <laughs> let's assume the share price was – where was the share price on Thursday? 12 rand. Do we know what he was buying? Steinoff. Oh, no. This is on Steinoff because he upped his position in Steinoff. So the question, of course, do you think or don't you think that Visser knew what Marcus Yosef was doing? Clearly not. Because if he knew, he wouldn't have put all his... Like, that's his whole whole estate. (laughs) So the... (laughs) It's not his whole... It's not by far. It's not his whole estate, unfortunately. (laughs) He's got a way to go. Well, it's a billion rand. I mean, who wants to owe someone a billion rand? And so what happens to close out your position, what the traders and the banks do, the stockbrokers, they actually, unless you give them cash, they start selling your shares. And I think... Whether or not Visa said, you know what, I just cannot access a billion rand in cash like that. Or whether he said, you know what, I've just actually had enough of this nonsense. <laughs> Sell those damn shares. I'm done here. So we don't, we don't know what the background to it is, but basically they sold a billion rand worth of his shares. And if the share keeps falling, then they'll have to sell more shares or he'll have to come up with the cash. Mm. 
And he's so, selling them at such a loss. Exactly. Yeah. That's, okay. that's the kind of thing. Wah, but you know, him. For, for anybody, a billion rand in cash is a lot of money to suddenly access. Oh, hell yeah. You know, <laughs> you, even him. You can't just walk into your bank and go, can I just have a, I mean, he's worth a lot of money, but that doesn't sit in cash. No. That sits in and, and anyone who, now people would be looking at him askance if he asked for a billion. If, exactly. if you'd asked him three months ago, people would have been falling over themselves to lend him money. That's what they did on the 7th of November. They exactly. were falling over. No, please. You want to buy 120 million rand. Yeah, have some money. Uh, in margin, 10 times leverage, we'll lend it to you. <laughs> now it's costing everybody. All right. So um, let's talk about Naspass too. Yes, because… They had their first investor day in New York City on Tuesday. Mm. It didn't work, I'm afraid. The share closed on Friday at about 3,310 rand. So the big question is, this isn't a results presentation. So there's no numbers. There's Well, there were a bit of a few numbers. <coughs> Excuse me. But it's not about the financial statements. It's about strategy, about where the company is going. And they clearly... There was a lot of talk about, or I should say non-talk, I call it non-talk, about this unlocking of the 40% discount that the share is now trading at. We've spoken about this before, right, where 10 cent, the value of 10 cent is more than the value of Naspers. So if they unbundled their 10 cent part of it and just listed that and then separately listed all the other Almost venture capital businesses or tech businesses, you know, the advertising and mm -hmm. um, OLX and Take A Lot and all the yeah. other stuff they're invested in, multi-choice even. Then the sh there would be at least, and this was when the share was 3,800 rand a share, the share would be at least a thousand rand, worth a thousand rand more. So you unlock it, both shares go up in value and you make an extra thousand rand per share, which is basically what? 25% almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The market really didn't like it because actually they just, they didn't come back. They, they, there was nothing. There just was, I'm afraid, very disappointing. You know, they said, Chris Baker said, we know there's a discount. We want to do something about it. And that was it. That's all he said. Yeah, <laughs> like, and well, what are you going to do about it? He's also in a situation he can't say too much because he might be in some trouble. Yeah, he's got to be careful. And he's got to be really careful what he says. And then, of course, on the multi-choice thing, same story. They initially, Chris Becker had said, you know what, this multi-choice drama, it's not such a big deal. Just get over it. However, multi-choice spoke on Tuesday and said, or Wednesday, whenever it was, and said, actually, you know what, we are going to take this very seriously. So there was a slight uh Change in tone over the multi-choice saga, which hmm. I think we're very glad about. But I think South Africa is like really corruption sensitive at the moment. And so I, I'm worried about this Naspers share. Really worried about it. I still have my holdings. Um, and I might cut it down a little bit because I'm watching it carefully. And you, I mean, look what happened with Steinoff. All you need is another, another story of fraud or some wrongdoing mm. or that the U.S. legal company, what they call Pomerantz, to come back and say, we're investigating. We found this, that, and the other. And then the share goes down. Yeah. All right. Uh, can we talk about that Neil Freneman from Sebanya and what he's doing? He's gone shopping. He has. This, oh, he I saw is this in the news on Friday. Unstoppable, this boy. So, I mean, so, man. I mean, <laughs> you, you have to be very brave. We've said this before. He's been buying up mining assets. Mining is not the greatest place to be. It, it has improved slightly since 
we last saw him gaining assets and, and going out there on a shopping spree. But now he's gone and decided to buy Lonman. Of all the companies to buy Lonman. The most controversial. Marikana, uh, everything else. Uh, the one that's already had to do a couple of rights issues, needed cash from shareholders, PIC, mm-hmm. Coronation, all the big guys. And, and he's gone to buy it. So the one thing Neil said was that actually this is not new and it's not a Lonman rescue plan. Actually, they've been talking about it since 2014. Wow. Um, so that's interesting that it's only coming to pass now. So for every, um, Sabanya share, sorry, Lonman share, shareholders will receive 0.967. Sabanya, by the way, it's Sabanya Stillwater. Mm. I still am not oh, no. over that. And, and isn't that the whole point? Is that he bought Stillwater, which was a huge issue. He had to do a rights issue, took on huge amounts of debt, and he's going shopping again. <laughs> Man, it's incredible. It's either going to work spectacularly or fail spectacularly. I mean, those are the options, quite frankly. I mean, it, you know, at the end of the day, this Lonman deal, will not be earnings and cash flow accretive until 2021. That's another four years away, at least four years away. And when all is said and done, Sabanya Stillwater shareholders will have a dilutionary effect of 11.3% because don't forget they're paying with it. They're paying for linemen with their shares. So they have to mm-hmm. issue new shares. So if you held a hundred, um, Sabanya Stillwater shares, you would suddenly have 88.7, you mean the equivalent. So that dilutionary effect, is it worth it? Because you now have to wait four years before this deal is earnings accretive. And there's almost no guarantee on that. I mean, they think it will be that. All right. So, yeah, very brave, man. While we're talking about companies buying companies, PPC's deal's not gone very well. And PPC is now on its own. All their suitors have left. All this, that's they've, it. They've, they've been left like Miss Havisham <laughs> in Great Expectations. With cobwebs on their wedding dress. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> in the big hall. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and they don't have a benefactor or a kid with a benefactor, <laughs> or whatever no. the story was. Um, so, yes, Lafarge Halsam withdrew their bid. The share rolled over completely last week, traded below six rand. I do still have some PPCs and I didn't sell immediately. So I took some profit when the share traded at 750. We bought them below six, just below six. But I think fundamentally PPC is probably worth a little bit more than it is, than where it's trading at the moment. So I probably will sell out my shares if they go over six, 620, maybe six. I'm hoping for a 650, but I'll see how it trades you know, before I make that decision. At least I took half my profits and ran. Mm. I was glad about that. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. done. All right, Standard Bank. Um, so I guess if the rand's at 1307, there is a bank you want to buy. It's going to be Standard Bank. They have a new CEO, which is all very exciting, Lungisa Fuzili. Okay, um, he was from Treasury. That's right, yes. And um, yeah, That's a good one to buy. Indeed, everyone's very excited about that. He's he's head of Standard Bank South Africa, though, hey? Sim Shabalabla is still head of South Standard Bank overall, the group. Yes. Yeah, so just – but a good move because, quite frankly – the CEO was doing, Sim was doing both. So, you know, okay. you kind of... So this frees him right. up a little bit. Exactly. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think with well, the rand where it is, and if uh, Cyril wins today, then I would probably be buying some standard banks, maybe some first rands as well, but standard banks, not a bad one. Okay. And then the last thing I think we probably need to talk about is that the U.S. What raised... Should we, what do we buy if Nkwasa Sanat Laminizuma wins? Or your rand hedges. 
Okay. So Richemont, um, anything that's Randhedge, basically. All right. Yeah, your your mining shares will probably have a bit of a rally, depending. I'm not 100% sure about that. Um, but yeah. All right. British American Tobacco. Hopefully our brakes will have a little bounce. <laughs> Mm. Mm. <laughs> NASPES will go through the roof NASPES will fly And I see Tencent did a deal this weekend A really nice deal So I think NASPES will go up this morning anyway But if she wins then We're away to the races Alright Okay, anything else you want to Oh, I was in? going to tell you that the US raised interest rates By a quarter of a percent last week Pretty much expected um, The vote was 7-2 in favor of the increase And this is despite inflation still being below the expected 2% Inflation still now at 1.7% But we've been talking about this for a year and a half How their labor market is now the best it's been in decades sure. And so they actually didn't really have a choice So it looks like another three interest rate hikes coming up for the US um, in 2018 Right. So Merry Christmas to them. They got an interest rate hike. Very nice. <laughs> it's only because the economy is doing so well, though. Very so. nice. <laughs> How lovely for America. All right. Thanks, Anthea. My pleasure, guys. Cool. Have a great holiday. This is CliffCentral.com.